In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <laughs> is so bad it's good with ryan bailey the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate from the classic reality tv moments of the past and present to the latest daily mail headlines and everything in between we'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching i'm looking at you Jax taylor i'm your host ryan bailey I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movies And I'm not proud of my address In a torn up town, no postcode But every song's like gold teeth, gray goose Dripping in the bathroom, bloodstains, ball gowns Trash in the hotel room, we don't care Driving Cadillacs in our dreams But everybody's like crystal Made back, diamonds on your timepiece Jet planes, islands, tigers on a gold leash We don't care We are caught up in the love affair And we'll never be royals, royals. It's a run in our blood That kind of luck's just ain't for us We crave a different kind of bud Let me be your ruler, ruler. You can call me Queen B Friends and I would crack the code We count our dollars on the train To the party And everyone who knows us knows That we're fine with this We didn't come for money But every song's like gold teeth Grey goose dripping in the bathroom Bloodstained ball gowns Trash in the hotel room We don't care we're driving Cadillacs in our dreams But everybody's like crystal Made back 
Guys, welcome to your Tuesday episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your buddy Ryan. I I'm laughing because I just realized I do a podcast for a living. No, I'm laughing because uh, I kept recording the intro and I couldn't. I was like, "Hey, coming at you." <laughs> Sorry. Um, how's everybody doing? Tuesday, huh? Hey, how was your Monday? Uh, this is like I said. <laughs> Oh, what a mess. Um, okay, let's just get into it. Guys, I need you to come to the show on Thursday. Moment.co slash SBIG. Uh, Vanderpump Rules Season 10 premiere party. Remember, uh, Wednesday night, the episode airs. Thursday, we're coming at you live, baby. 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, is that right? Yeah, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But you can... Um, you can play the show for like two weeks after it. So you don't even have to join us live, even though I want you to join us live. I need you to join us live. We have special guests. Like I said, Tom and Ariana, we have at the talk of shame, Kiki Monique. We got some surprises in store for you. And we're just going to talk about the, the premiere episode. And you guys can be there in the comments, jibber jabbering away, making fun of me, doing whatever you need to do. And I just, I hope it's a blast. I know it's going to be a blast. I just hope you guys come. So go do that today. Sign on up if you can, if you will. And I hope to see you all there. Um, but today we got a, a great podcast for you as always. Listen, every one of these, I just, I, I love so much. So today is no different. We have a, a new podcast joining us it's called Crown Jewels, and it is a podcast all about the royals, and it is hosted uh, by our friends Samantha Bush and Lex Nico. Samantha Bush, of course, you know her as at Bravo Historian, and she has her own podcast, Hot Off the Mess. And Lex Nico, I mean, Lex Nico is one of my favorite influencers out there, and I just think she's been on this show so many times. She does the pop culture roundup with me a ton. I just think she is so talented. So together, these girls have a podcast. It started in December, and I just 
think it is worth your time. And listen, this this uh, this interview gets better and better. As, it's like starts slow, and it's one of those ones by the end we're all just screaming. Uh, a lot of this is about the Royals. Uh, we don't, you know, don't worry. We don't recap spare the the Harry book. We talk about it a little bit. We talk about the coronation. We talk about why the Royals are fascinating. Uh, the kind of examples of who you would compare them to with uh, pop culture in America, kind of like the Kardashians. And then, of course, at the end, we get into Bravo and all the Bravo nonsense. So I think this is just really fun. I think it's something that uh, I'm really excited to see where this pod goes. Uh, and I believe in both of those women entirely. So I was really happy to have them on. So let's do a couple news stories up top before we get to them. We're dealing with Grammys fallout now, which is, you know, the day after the Grammys, everybody is kind of uh, Monday morning quarterbacking everything and kind of it's funny to get the perspective a day later. Now I'm hearing all the stuff about like Sam Smith and uh, Sam Smith, you know, his performance, his performance is demonic and satanic, you guys. Oh, it's, you know, and listen, I I was a little kid when the satanic panic happened in the 80s, if you guys remember that at all. And so I don't know, man, like, I just think it's like, come on, this is just pop star theatrics. Come on. Do you remember Madonna? Do you remember? I mean, I feel like we've lived through so many. I mean, I feel like there's so much better things to talk about with our time instead of if a pop song leaned too heavily into demonic imagery. I mean, my God, like, please. I mean, that's by the way, they want you to be offended, too. So don't get like to me. This is just like, wow, this is what we choose to to have discourse about it. It's never intelligent discourse. And at the end of the day, Sam Smith wants you to buy his album. And yeah, Kim Petras wants you to buy her album. And like, that's just the name of the game. But I feel like we've, we have the same arguments every decade. We really do. And, and I just think it's so, you know, it's like, come on, if anything, I was kind of bored with the performance. Like I was like, I was expecting even something bigger and something that would completely offend me. And it just, it just didn't, it just didn't. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Also, I, if anybody has any kind of audio of Jennifer Lopez talking to Ben Affleck after the fact, I would give top dollar to hear their conversations all last night, all today. Uh, Jennifer Lopez is highly aware of (laughs) Of, that we all know Ben is miserable. And I think that is interesting. She she put an Instagram of like, her Instagram was like, uh, a lovely time as always with my husband at the Emmys. <laughs> what do we know? It's like, always the best time with my love, my husband, Whiteheart. And I just, I, the, the lies, the lies. Listen, JLo, I would have respected you more if you were like, uh, did the Instagram post of like, I love being there with my husband, but he did not love being there. You can tell we all saw it. Like, come on, please. I was thinking about it a little, little, little more today. I mean, got a lot more. That's kind of just what I do is I was thinking Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck have probably gone to more award shows than we ever will in our entire lives. Think about it. They've been going to 24 years of award shows at this point, maybe 25 and J-Lo still, J-Lo is the show must go on professional. She is just like, nope, it's time to sing for my supper, you know? And Ben Affleck is a little more, not rebellious, but he's just kind of like, man, like, you know, for me, I would be so like, ooh, look at all the costumes and the singing and there's Adele. Wow, Lizzo. But Ben just doesn't give a shit. I do think it's funny, though, a year ago, he did not ever think about this. I always think it's like when people get back together after a long period of time, 
It's romantic, sure, all of that stuff, but there's a reason it didn't work in the first place. And I'm not saying this is not going to work. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying those same same things that you were annoyed with potentially before, you're still going to be annoyed with. And I just think it's, it's I don't know, I'm so fascinated. Now we're all on hyper Benefer watch. And Ben just looks miserable. By the way, and this isn't J-Lo's fault, I don't think. I I saw some discourse online saying, like, this is J-Lo's effect. You know, I'm like, come on, you guys. We've seen Ben Affleck miserable by himself. We've seen Ben Affleck miserable with Jennifer Garner. We've seen Ben Affleck miserable. I mean, Ben Affleck is just, he just gives good miserable. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just exudes... You know how some people are just full of light and joy? I mean, Ben seems like a nice guy, but he really he really pops. He really shines when he's miserable. You're like, man, that guy really looks miserable, and it's really exciting to watch. <laughs> oh, you guys, did you see this? This is We've talked about this story now a couple of times, but it even got further in the amount of information we got about this. Um it's about the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 4 between Caroline, Caroline and Brandy Glanville. Um, Brandy got sent home and Caroline voluntarily left. So this page 6 article says uh, Brandy Glanville touched Caroline Manzo's vaginal area while filming Rugged, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Uh, by the way, bang up headline there, page six, vaginal area in quotes. Uh, it says Brandy Glanville did not only kiss, give sorry, did not only give Caroline Manzo unwanted kisses. Unwanted kisses is going to be the name of my album. <laughs> Just like so Smokey Robinson's gasms. Um, while filming Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, she allegedly touched Manzo's chest and genital area as well. Last week, reports surfaced that Glanville and Manzo had both left the Housewives spinoff over the alleged kisses. Um... But we're told that the incident was significantly more serious than the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, that the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills alum touched Manzo's breast area and vaginal area over her clothes during one interaction. Soon after Manzo, Glanville, former Real Housewives of New York City star Alex McCord and a fourth member of the cast who is yet to be identified by page six, allegedly went to the bathroom together, sources say. We're told that Glanville locked the bathroom door and allegedly pinned Caroline against the wall. We're told there's no video of the incident because it occurred in a bathroom, but cast members' mics were live, so there's audio of the interaction. We're told crew members found the tape disturbing. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I just, I, I find even the article disturbing. Wow. Um, listen, that's too far. Like this shouldn't shock anyone. Uh, it's, it's a very serious matter, but Brandy did the same thing on Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip season two. Remember she'd get drunk at night and like played like Hansy and said, Vicky, I'm going to hook up with you, Vicky. Remember? So this is par for course, but this is just a bridge too far. And it it kind of goes into that idea I keep talking about of we champion these ladies for going bonkers and they get rewarded for it. And we celebrate them so much in that, you know, Brandy obviously does have a drinking problem in the sense that, you know, when she drinks, she likes to drink. And I don't know if that's a daily occurrence, but on these shows, that's what we see. And it it kind of makes her, I don't know, a different person, but it definitely makes her a more aggressive person. And we've kind of all celebrated this behavior before. So uh, 
I, there, there's got to be a lot of mixed signals, but it just, you know, somebody's body autonomy, it, you know, means everything. And that's just ridiculous. So uh, we'll see what happens, but it, it's crazy. But once again, we're getting all of this information before the actual show is out there. And I just find that aspect of any of this completely frustrating. Um, oh, this was announced today. I thought this was interesting, you guys. You know, I know what you did last summer. Remember that horror film from like 25? Oh, my God. I mean, how long? Oh, God, it's been so long ago. Jennifer Love Hewitt, Freddie Prince, Freddie Prince Jr. So get this. I know what you did last summer. Sequel is in the works at Sony. Um, and Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. are in talks to return. Who the... I, and I, I just... I keep... I've thought about this all, all day. Is that they are going to be 25 years older than the initial movie? Like, what the fuck is going to scare these older people that, you know, it's not going to be no longer a teen drama. It's going to be like, I don't have health insurance. Like, my 401k took a horrible hit during the pandemic, and that's going to be the horror film. Like, these people can't be running around with somebody in the woods chasing them. Like, you know, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> My knee, my knee, help me. Like, I would love to see a horror film like that, where it's just people panicking of like, oh my God, my love handles. Oh, oh, my indigestion. Oh, I'm just having these, having burps, really hurtful burps and heartburn. <laughs> That's just, just a horror film about all the shit that happens us through, or just a horror film of like me trying to get Beyonce Renaissance tickets. Oh, you guys, they go on sale tomorrow and I'd put my... I, I registered for that verified fan presale, and they didn't pick me. Like a big stupid loser. Ugh, Beyonce. Oh, and I guess you guys, Rihanna, like I said, is performing at the Super Bowl this Sunday, or you know, the Super Bowl they're playing during Rihanna's concert this Sunday. However, you want to look at it. Uh, but supposedly, Rihanna is announcing a full tour after the Super Bowl uh, this weekend as well. Which I'm just like, well. I guess Rihanna tickets will be, you know, for all us people who couldn't get Taylor Swift and Beyonce tickets. No offense to Rihanna, it's going to probably be an amazing concert, but I really would love to go to Beyonce and it just doesn't look like it's going to happen. Man, it's just like the demand is so crazy for these things. Um, you guys, tonight, Real Housewives of New Jersey will be on the air. The season premiere it's really good. I, I can't wait to hear what you guys think about it. I'll be talking about it on the show on Thursday's episode, which I'll be excited to talk about that with you guys. Um, and uh, then Vanderpump Rules on Wednesday. We've got so much to look forward to. And uh, I hope you guys are as excited as I am. Oh, you guys, back to the Benefer story. I just got sent this article that uh, supposedly a lip, these lip readers, man, lip reader. We just need lip readers on every award show. That uh, it says that she said to Ben Affleck, stop, look more friendly, look motivated. Oh, my God. Wow. It's Jennifer Lopez sounds like my mom when I was in high school. Like, get motivated. Stop, look more friendly, look motivated. Oh, my God. What if J-Lo literally is that person of like, come on, Ben, make the bed. Come on, Ben, get out of bed, make the bed. Make the bed. Ben, if you don't make the bed, you're not going to get your Duncan, okay? 
And then, of course, we had shots, paparazzi shots of Ben looking solemn today with a coffee cup in his hand. I feel like the guy just wanders around in Santa Monica, just visiting, like frequenting new Dunkin' Donuts, just walking. He's always walking outside. Like, if you like to walk that much, I think you have a huge backyard. Get like a fucking Dunkin' machine and just walk around your backyard. It's like he wants us to see it. It's like he's crying for help. I feel like, guys, let's leave Britney Spears completely alone and just do welfare calls on Ben Affleck, please. My God, I want him to be happy so bad. I don't know why. Also, this Tom Brady, I'm worried about him. Giselle Boonchin, you know, they're done. This, his football career is done. He announced his retirement last week. And now I wake up today, he posted a thirst trap. One of his hands is awkwardly covering covering his junk. He's in his, in his underwear, his undies. And, uh, you know, to me, it looks like an AI Jerry O'Connell. If you see this picture, you know what I'm talking about. But I'm like, oh, no, like this. I feel like this guy has no life other than football, so much so that he's like a week out of the NFL and he's already posting thirst traps. He's like, I literally don't know what to do. I do not know what to do at all anymore. Whew. Okay, you guys, let's get into this. I have a lot more stories to tell you, but we're going to do that on tomorrow's episode. We got a full conversation with two amazing ladies. Like I said, Samantha Bush, Lex Nico. The podcast is called Crown Jewels with Betches Media. Go subscribe today, and uh, I hope you like this. Here they are. Today, we have two guests that, you know, singularly, they're amazing. But together, it is like a dynamic duo that you have not seen before. Uh, I'm talking Alexia and Marisol. I'm talking Batman and Robin. I'm talking Prince Charles and Camilla. They are the two hosts of the new podcast from Betches Media called Crown Jewels. And you guys... Uh, Lex has been on the show a bunch and she has got me kind of really into the Royals and I never thought I would be into the Royals. It was just something that I'm like, I don't think in this lifetime it'll happen. And then little by little, I started getting more fascinated and more fascinated. And this podcast kind of takes you into that whole world, explains why these people are important, explains why they're huge pieces of the pop culture landscape. But also these ladies can talk about anything. Their genius is not only on Bravo, Kardashians, <laughs> pop culture in general, but we're going to start off with the Royals. So of course, of course, you know her from Hot Off the Mess and, of course, her insanely popular Bravo Historian Instagram account. You got Samantha Bush and then Lex Nico, who just by recently, just this week, was on Ryan Seacrest show yeah. talking about the Royals as well. So, ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. What an wow. introduction. I'm sweating. That was such I a nice know. introduction. Well, so I mean, kind. to be fair, Lex, you are sick right now. So that sweat could be a, <laughs> yeah, it could just a be. contagion. I'm running a fever. <laughs> um, so how did you guys, how did this show come together? Because I really would listen to you guys read the phone book. And I thought <laughs> this podcast, I don't really see, uh, I don't really hear any podcasts like yours in terms of the Royals. And I thought this was kind of needed, especially for right now. What made you decide to do this together? Yeah, I mean the timing couldn't have been better. That's for yeah. sure. It really couldn't. Have. I really couldn't have. I think it it really happened organically, and like I can sort of jump in and say mm -hmm. I was speaking with Sammy, who's one of the co-founders of Betches, about like something I could do in terms of a podcast and things like that. And we got onto the topic of the Royals because I do, you know, I've I've been covering them pretty intensely with like Megan joining the firm and things like that, and from the days of Kate, but um. I was like, you know, I would love to do something like that. But I asked because Sam had recently started working at Betches. And I was like, could I do it with Sam? Because truly we text about the Royals all day long. 
all day. It would just be like a normal, (laughs) a normal thing. I'm like, we already have a podcast over tax. So I think it would be really fun if we could do it together. And then I don't know how they connected with you on it, Sam, but they were just like, your name was just brought up. We were talking to Lex about doing a Royals podcast. Would you want to do it? And I said, uh, absolutely. I do. Mm -hmm. Um, it's really our podcast. I feel is like just our text chains that we're talking and it's like a little bit more organized. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it's less scattered. We definitely take like, you know, there are some side roads that we take (laughs) in conversations, but yeah, it's been the best. I think the detours, the detours are what I love. And I love that you guys actually have a real relationship already. And you can sense that listening to the show. So my favorite podcasts are always when you're listening to two friends or people that know each mm-hmm. other, because you can sense the relationship. Mm-hmm. It's the same way I like, like Bravo when they have real relationships. Also, Sam, for you, is it really refreshing to not have to talk about Bravo for a little piece of your day every day? <laughs> oh, Yes, it is. It's like such (laughs) a nice break. It's, it's such a passion project. Like I love it so much. And I also learned so much while doing it. I know. Um, because Lex is, you know, the brains behind this whole operation. (laughs) Like she really knows her stuff. Um, and I just, I love it so much. Like I'm having the best time. Yeah, it's well, just been so fun. And again, like we've said, the timing is pretty uncanny. We have had so much to talk about. There's so much. Every week. <laughs> every week I think, yeah. oh my God, what are we going to talk about yeah. next week? And then by the time we're recording, I'm like, we have too many things to yeah. talk about. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing that always kind of entices me when I, I even talk to Lex uh, separately, you know, you'll bring up these things or I'll read something. And I'm like, this is as juicy as American pop culture. Like you start oh, yeah. to look at it from this different lens of, you know, what I think was I was growing up, it was like, oh, the accent and that scene, like they're dressing all old timey with the yeah. medals, they're dressing <laughs> like Michael Jackson on tour. And yeah. then you start reading these relationships between these people. And of course you have the Epstein and all of the, you know, all uh. of these sorted things, but just the relationships and how um, the tabloids are so involved in all of their lives over there. And it kind of, you're like, wow, this is, this is a gentle re-entry to pop culture over there because we recognize all of that from like the Kardashians and housewives and stuff like that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, good. Okay, good. Wow. So I, got, yeah, I, got okay. I mean, you nailed wow, it. Wow. Okay. Well, it's been great. Well, thank you guys. You cleared up a lot. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'd be re- listen. We're little. We're on overload right now with uh, Prince Harry and Meghan. I don't know if you've heard of these two, uh-huh. but they, uh, they, this they guy? really. Oh, that guy! Yeah. By the way, one of my listeners got me the audiobook of Spare, and oh my gosh. it really is a very. It's a long journey. It's a very long book. He's really uh, revealing a lot. But at the same time, even like I watched the Netflix docu-series and I really like them, but I feel like even for me, I'm like, wow, this is a lot of oversaturation. Do you guys Mm -hmm. feel that way at all? Yes. The long and short of it is yes. It's so oversaturated in the sense, I think it's just like the back to back to back of all this content we've gotten from them, even going as far back as like archetypes with Megan. It's like, they just decided we took a two year break and now we're back and we're going to overload you. It's like, I feel like I'm crawling into bed with them every single mm-hmm. day. Like that's how close I feel to that. Yeah, we, Sam, what do you we think? know all about his Todger. Now we know all exactly. about Prince Harry's manhood. Like it's so much in the right. book. 
I know so much about this family that was <laughs> I've learned just against my will at this point. Like, I love them. I'm rooting for them. <laughs> yeah. But I also need them to just shut up for just like a little bit. Like, yeah. go away, take a break. I'm glad Megan's not doing a press tour or anything like that. I'm glad that she's kind of seen, yeah. I think, what people have been saying about Harry's press. <laughs> she's like, Harry, you go talk about yeah. spare on your own. I'll be home <laughs> when you get home, babe. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm sick of talking about them, but at the same time, I just can't stop. You know, I'm like, well, Katie, I related a lot else. to the Kardashians. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think about them is like, okay, so that's what I was asking you. Who would you relate the Royals to in American pop culture? Would it be uh, Kardashians or would it be a family of some sort? I would say I, Kardashians on my end. Yeah, I would definitely say the Kardashians for sure. Just the way that like I mean, every, I, like they breathe and there's an article written about them from mm-hmm. that context is like sort of how I would frame it, you know? Mm-hmm. And the well, way and that I they think plant so- stories. Mm. Yeah, that's the other thing is that it's kind of fascinating looking at uh, the tabloids and how much they've learned to live with them and use them and almost depend on being the cover of these things to keep their names in the press. Like it's almost this weird uh, incestuous two-way street. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Like Harry's hatred of the press while also using the press for his own benefit is a little frustrating at times. Yeah, I will say. Um. If you were like, you know, for the casual listener that's like, I don't even know if I really like the Royals, how would you pitch your show to them of like, you got to listen because this is why it's fascinating? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let me I never yeah. thought I'd have I to. Mean, okay. No, I, I can do this. I can do this. Okay, go for it, please. <laughs> I would say if you want to understand the European, let's let's root it in. British, let's say, if you want to understand the European cultural zeitgeist, the way that you'd want to understand pop culture in America, you need to be in tune with what happens with the royal family and how the monarchy impacts society. And our podcast will help you achieve that. Does that work? This is this is why I host a podcast with her. <laughs> yeah, you got it. okay. Because Luckily, when I don't have the right. words, right, she just she just oh. it rolls <laughs> off her tongue. I'm yeah, right. I mean, this is, no, I, I think, you know, for pop culture connoisseurs out there, it's a natural extension of this. So I was ignorant in not paying attention to it and going, I don't need to learn that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like there's certain pieces like I have pretty female tastes, but there are certain things that I just don't <laughs> like. I've never watched Gossip Girl. I've never watched. And I feel ignorant when these. Co- I know. I'm sorry. you. I don't want to oh, make wow. it about that. But, okay. Like, yeah. We're logging off. Yeah. We got to go. We got to go. <laughs> Lex, you handle this. Um. No, like there's these things, but like the Royals, I just kind of, I was, I think, scared. And I think podcasts like you kind of demystify that it's like, guys, it's as tawdry as American pop culture. It's as like insane as American pop culture, if not more. I think it's also intimidating for people who like don't really know too much about the monarchy because that because the word monarchy, like it sounds a lot more intense than it really is. They're not making laws. They're not. They're really just like yes. uber famous celebrities yes. that go back a thousand years. You know what I mean? That's yeah. really what they are now. They're not, they're not like making, you know, the rules of society anymore. They're not passing laws. Like 
you know, no, I didn't even understand parliament. Like, like 20 years ago, I didn't even know. Par- I was like, oh, parliament does the work. You yeah, mean they yeah. just like hang out and go to things and they dress nice and shake hands. I didn't realize they yes. were just figureheads. And I was like, wow. So they pay for their lifestyle. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because of the bloodline they were born into and they are figureheads, as you said, and they are out there shaking hands and kissing babies. And then they get lump sums of money that they can work with certain charities and their causes. But again, this is all, their causes are all strategic and they're all intentional in their selection because of what it represents for each member of the royal family. And like, they all have their role to play. And on the other side of the coin, if you want to get into the messiness of the Gossip Girl, the American pop culture is like, they all have their competing personalities and they Mm -hmm. all have their egos and they don't want to have their toes stepped on one another and they will undermine each other. It's like a little big brother, a little survivor, but they're family. That's the other thing. Their well, family. And now <laughs> you can vote people off. I mean, like they voted Prince Andrew off in all wow. intents and purposes. Like it, well, I mean, but he's kind of fighting back now because they removed yeah. his title, mm-hmm. I believe, because of the Epstein things, and supposedly had to move out of Buckingham Palace. I think I read mm-hmm. that from you, Sam. Yeah. Um, what is what is the update on Prince Andrew? Like, where is he? Why is he <sighs> fighting back? And why I love he. He said he, he, there's no way that could have been him in the old days with that underage girl because he, he doesn't sweat. He's not a sweater. And that guy, they said he sweat a lot. Is the biggest loser in the entire family. <laughs> I hate him for obvious reasons. But not only that, I just think he's so narcissistic and so like his ego is just so inflated because he was the queen's favorite son. Yeah. And like that was very known. Like this is just a known fact that he was the favorite and that obviously ate away at Charles because he's thinking to himself like I'm going to be king one day. Like why am I not the favorite? So Prince Andrew is living with the queen's corgis and um, his ex-wife Fergie in a in like a cottage. I mean, it's still probably beautiful. Yes. Um, yeah. A few miles away <laughs> from Buckingham Palace. But yeah, so his bedroom is no longer he. He got kicked out. Prince Did he Charles have to take is... down all his his posters off the wall in Buckingham yeah, Palace? Yeah, Prince Charles oh my is God. not. Prince Charles is not having it. Yeah, Prince Charles. But do is you not like that? Around. I kind of think like that's a good backbone, oh, right? That's what yes. we need with a king. Is that good? Are you guys pro Prince yeah. Charles, or you oh, know, because yeah. of all the hairy stuff? Oh wow, <laughs> he's got big I... king energy. Mm-hmm. Bke. We're no, he got big hands. Charles. He's got big big I king will never hands. Get I... over the by the way, hot dog fingers. Thank you for the shout out this week, Lex, on the show. Yes. But yeah, I, I was the first one to let Lex know that he has a disorder that all I think, you know, he has very he has hamburger helper hands. And if you guys mm. look at pictures, he's had them for all, like a long, long time. And they're they're really they're purple. Something to, Man's got to lay off the salt, you know, That's, well, uh, yeah, it's like, like the girl in everywhere all at once, like where she has the hot dog yes. fingers. That's what he looks like. Um, I'm, you know. What's interesting, I think, about our podcast that's different than maybe other royal podcasts out there is that we try to look at everything from not just one perspective. So I went into it, shockingly enough, to Lex. Like, I, I'm a very I'm very pro-Camilla, mm-hmm. um, wow. which is a hot take. I'm a bowler. It is a hot take. Yeah. She I loves think, Camilla. I love her. I think she's what do you played love the long about game. Camilla? So you she love her as a boss, babe. You love her as a yeah, she's, she's, she's girl bossing. She's, she's, she's girl bossing. This is all facts. Like Sam feels so passionate there. about she this. Hung in there. She did. And I have to say, and I get I'm very passionate about this. 
is I can love Princess Diana. It's very much like Housewives, Ryan. Like, no, this is what what I I love. I love it. Get into it. This is what, like, I love when you say, like, I hate this person or I love this person because that's very housewives to me. But that's yeah. why I tell the audience, it's very much like that even with the royals. Yes, you can hate is. Camilla or you can love Camilla, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of in between. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I love her, but I also love Princess Diana. And I'm, I'm aware enough to know that, you know, Cam- what Camilla and Charles did was not ideal, you know, having the affair behind the back and all that whole thing and wanting to be the tampon inside of her, the love letter, oh, et cetera, et cetera. I found that to be romantic. Call me crazy. Uh, wait, sorry. By the way, what right. she's referring Here to, we wait, go. guys, what she's, okay. what she's referring to is that there were leaked, um, uh, was it voicemails yeah, or something like calls. that? Along, phone, calls. phone calls where he, where Prince Charles being a very a romantic, you romantic. know, is that he said, he wanted to be her tampon. He what that was. He his wanted dream. to live. He wants to live inside of her. Yeah, like, which by the way, women like that's that's what the, all they're looking for with a dude is commitment. And this guy, <laughs> of course, he was married with somebody at the time, <laughs> but he was really wanting to get up in there. I mean, just to be with her for literally. You know? He wanted literally, to get up in there. literally wanted to get up in that there. And yeah, like I understand that it's wrong, but also Princess Diana wasn't this innocent flower. You know, like she was out. She had affairs. You know, she was as a well. woman in the. She was in the streets. She <laughs> so, was in the streets. She was messing. Up. She was they all the were. Streets. These these people fuck around on each other all the time. Yeah, and it's, Charles just well, ended up marrying the girl. You know, I mean, some of the some of the the bigger rumors and speaking of that is that Prince Harry is not even King Charles's actual mm-hmm. son because there was the rumor she had a, a daily answer, a romance or whatever you want to call it with what's what's his name? Um, James Hewitt. It? James, James Hewitt. Yeah. And like, those are the things that it's like, even if that is not true at all, if there's no, but it reminds me so much of like Bravo and American pop culture of just say whatever rumor you want. Mm-hmm. It does. You can say it as hurtful as you want. You can say Chloe is not actually uh, a Kardashian in the sense yeah. that it was not from Rob's you know, father Robert's. or Robert's I, I, I was like, father. I was like, this is wild. Like, so yeah. this is what I'm saying is that people need to get into this because it's just as exciting it's as so anything juicy. over here. It's It's so so juicy. juicy. And then it's interesting because now it's like we have this, you know, typically (laughs) they are very much like don't respond to the press, don't Mm -hmm. respond to the media. So the whole reason this Harry and Meghan thing has been such a shakeup is because it's like they've actively gone out and spoken out against the media, whereas like historically the British monarchy never does that. So even if you think about like Bravo and like American pop culture and it's like people will put out like a statement denying something or whatever like they never did that and i think one of the first times was when um megan was first like announced as harry's girlfriend and they had the straight out of compton for her mom article and he published from like official palace comms that that sort of racist behavior would not be tolerated and obviously that didn't work but it was a huge deal that he put out that statement for a girlfriend because that was not somebody who was a part of the family. That was not somebody that like they were seemingly going to be a part of the future. It was like very off-putting to the royal family. And, he, and he's continued to do those things that are off-putting yeah. to the royal family throughout mm-hmm. that whole relationship. And I don't want to blame Megan, but it is seems to be a recurring theme with them. And I just got a push alert, by the way, from the Daily Mail, which oh Harry and Megan truly hate. But this is great. Uh, just speaking of. I got a push alert saying Prince Harry and Meghan Markle watch Ellen and Portia renew their vows. So uh, 
Ellen DeGeneres and Portia just renewed their wedding vows. Chris uh-huh. Jenner was the min- the the person uh, the officiant, but Harry and Meghan were there. It's their first public appearance together, okay. uh, according wow. to the Daily Mail. Well, okay. good for them. Good for yeah, them. Good for them. Like, yeah. And you know what? Them. Like, they uh, made a point in the docu series where they were like, they don't like they don't want to be talked about by the Daily Mail. But if you go on the Daily Mail, it's like both of their names are just at the top. They got short always be talked them. about. Yes. Oh yeah. Like I love the Daily Mail after the Meghan and Harry doc, and also after the book. The whole front, like it was just all Everything. articles about like why Harry is shit, why Meghan yeah. is shit. Like, and it was like there was not one like Netflix's no. worst show ever, and they didn't really have anything to back it up. And they were like, didn't even chart in the top ten. And of course, they had written this article three minutes after it got released, so it wouldn't be in the top ten. Right. Yeah, the next day it was like number one, but they were like huge failure. And I kind of <laughs> like the pettiness of that. If you can differentiate of like, oh, Daily Mail's obviously does have a beef with them. You know, it's the people that are looking at those things as gospel that I always mm-hmm. get scared yeah. of. Same with Bravo and same with all pop culture. Yeah. Wow. Um, breaking news on this pod. Breaking wow. news, you got. Sorry to take that away from this week's uh, Crown Jewels, <laughs> but um, so the coronation <laughs> is coming up. The It's going to come up in June, right? Where we're going to have May. this huge four-day ceremony. Is that right? Yeah, it's three Coming days, I think, May. May 6th to 8th, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So this is like Coachella, but for the royal family. That's right. Exactly. And it's uh, uh, been very interesting because obviously there's a lot of talk, not obviously, sorry, I shouldn't say that, but there has been a ton of talk in the UK and in Britain around the cost of living crisis that they're facing. And initially, Prince Charles or King Charles, excuse me, was going to kind of pull back on the coronation ceremony and have it be very sort of like parred down. Um, he has since decided he doesn't want to do that. He wants to blow it out of the water with a three-day event. Obsessed. And so we, now we're having a blowout party. Yeah, we were debating on the podcast. Lex was like, what do you think he's going to... Because this was like a month ago, I feel like. We were yeah. like, what do you think he's going to do? Do you think he's going to scale back? And I was like, this man has waited 70 <laughs> years he is going to pop <laughs> his little pussy all around the coronation. Like he is not going to be able to stop. Like, like he's doing three days worth of festivities and the Spice Girls might be there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was going to ask you guys, allegedly the Spice Girls are reuniting for mm-hmm. this. And I, I was like, you know, and I, by the way, that's another kind of shady thing if Prince Harry doesn't go because I know how much the Spice Girls mean to Prince Harry. Um, and I was like, if he's not invited, that's just like a rub. Like, that's just rubbing it in your face of like, oh, that group that you grew up that you love. Well, they're going to be there and you yeah. can't come. I feel like he'll be there. I don't think Harry wouldn't go just because I don't think he can handle any more negative press. Like, I think it would come across really bad if he didn't go. And Charles wants him to go. Yeah. That's the word on the street is like, he's pushing for both him and Megan to come. Heart of gold, that man, you know? (laughs) I want all of them. I listen, I want all of them to go as well. But like at a certain point, I'm like pro Harry, but at a certain point, if you keep writing secrets Mm -hmm. about the family and things like that, my parents would kick the crap out of me. Like they would be like, yo, you can't go to this family reunion because you say so many gnarly things about them. So on the podcast, I brought up i think he has a similarity to Kristen dowdy from <laughs> yeah where listen to this listen to this this is accurate. great this is great but so okay i don't think harry is wrong 
But the way that he's going about it makes him look so fucking crazy that like no one cares if he's right. And that's what Kristen did with Ariana and Tom. Like no one was really denying. I mean, Tom was, of course, that something was going on with Tom and Ariana, but she wanted to like prove it so badly that she ended up looking bananas, like psychotic. And that's how I feel about Harry is like he's doing too much. And it's like, you really think that your family's going to talk to you after you write a 600 page book? Excuse me. Mine was 600 pages because I ordered it in large <laughs> print. Um, like the clown that I am. By the way, I have, I have a necklace. I have a necklace oh, on my reading glasses my now. So I don't God. lose that. I am fully old man, you guys. Like, and this, by the way, $10 on Amazon changed my life. Like I don't lose my glasses anymore. Wow. Like getting older has its perks. Like this is, I didn't you know the technology existed. are giving, oh my gosh, Coach Taylor yeah. so yeah. hard right Thank now. You. Coach Taylor, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Thank God bless you. Yeah. But that's how I feel about Harry right now. Like, I don't think he's wrong. I think what him and Megan did was the right decision for them. I think they were being treated terribly, but now it's like, bro. You got to chill a little bit. Yeah. Also, the argument with them, too, is that, well, come on, they need money. They're not mm-hmm. getting security provided by the royal family anymore. And I do empathize with that because that is a huge thing. But at a certain point, I would wish they would just be like, tell us, like, what's the dollar amount you guys need? Like, what is it? Like, like, let's get let's try to map out the finances so you guys don't release back to back on the dock and the, the book. Let's spread it out a little bit. You know, I feel mm-hmm. bad for Tyler Perry. He had to put him up for a long time. I didn't even know Tyler. Like the fact that Tyler Perry was involved in putting them up. I was like, Medea is putting them up in a man. Yeah. Medea has a mansion. I didn't even the realize fairy how godmother. rich Tyler Perry was. I mean, yeah, truly it, wild. It was wild. And but this idea that like they need money is a little, I don't know. It seems a little bit of a stretch for me because he's a prince. He's the prince of England. He's going to be fine no matter what. And I, how much money do you really need? Really? Well, no, he said he I, had I, an inheritance from, million Diana, from Diana, but he didn't right. want to dip into that. Oh, please. So now he, they got <laughs> $25 million from Spotify. What, like $100 million from Netflix? And yeah. isn't this like a $40 million multi-book deal that he signed? That's what like, I mean. Sir, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> well, well, and I, and like I, no one... No one's going to allow the Prince of England to be homeless. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not going to be wandering yeah, the streets so- of Montecito. <laughs> well, I'm just scared he's like a second away from trying to be a TikTok influencer or, you know, like, Honestly, what's up, girlies? This is what I did this weekend. Hey, like, you know, Santa Barbara. Yeah. A lot of you Santa guys Barbara have been asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I'm going to drop my skincare routine right now. Yeah. Can we yeah, also the Archwell Foundation, the- right? Well, no, he's the chief impact officer of oh my gosh what is the company we just talked about this he has like a nine to five yeah Prince but come Harry. on like, I mean, what really does that really mean five? what is that i mean well, like the i fact, have a nine I mean, to five like, you know that he's gonna have equity in a company so he definitely better up inc there we go um, better up inc so what is that is that an M- is that an mlm what is that it is like a i think it's like a mental <laughs> Did health is whitney's for, husband does justin work for that i think it's a mental health org for companies Oh, okay. Yeah. Coaching well, that's good. a mental I mean, health company. That's that's just no there shame in that. Like that's that's good. They just seem to do these like veiled 
job. Like they have these like mystery Sam jobs. is done with these I, two right now. She's no, I like done. it. I like, I like, see, that's what I like is like people having like perspective, like this is, you can tell the perspective uh, yeah. so much just by the tone of voice. Do we think, I have this, I had a nightmare last night that I'm going to see a Super Bowl commercial with uh, Megan and Harry. What are we, what are the over under on that? I don't think Megan would be in it, but I think Harry would be in it. Same. Or they would mm. get a spot for um, the Invictus Games during the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. which they are both in that ad. There's already uh, okay. been so, a spot for it. The coronation, back to that, is there a chance that we can get you guys there? Will you be reporting live on the scene? Uh, is there any way? we? I mean, that's the GoFundMe I would What start, I would get Is to get you guys on the, even the sidelines. You don't even need to be invited to the actual things. You just like record from some pubs there, get the vibe on the street, go around, oh do man God. on the street interviews. Like that would yeah. be fascinating. Is there is there a part of you that, that would actually try to make that happen? I love that. I would Mom, absolutely is- love to do that. I mean, being yeah. live on those streets. Are you kidding? During that time, it'll be wild. I mean, wild. With our, we can wear any- hats. Oh, hats. You'd wear the all the, you got crown. You got the merch going. I'd be wearing like a, a Burger King crown. <laughs> well, I like think you'd have to steal that I'd off. i get hot dog King fingers. Charles is yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, that would be awesome if you had big gloves, like with the big fingers and a bunch of rings. Um, what is the perspective of the people over there though? Do they love the thought of this is their King? What is the vibe on the street over there for the him? I mean, sentiment has gone down. Yeah. Um, especially again, going back to this cost of living crisis against him wanting to have this bonanza coronation. So, um, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. I read an article where basically his like public sentiment is dropping. It also was impacted by Harry's book and Harry's public sentiment also dropped. Um, so I think there's a number of factors there, but I think at the end of the day, you have the old, the new, you have like the older British people who respect and are loyal to the monarchy and they love them and they love the family and love the rules. And then there are younger people who are like down with them. Like the kid that, you know, was throwing eggs at King Charles every where he went. Kids. Yes. Yeah. So They're like, banned from buying eggs, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Real story. Their punishment. Is this, is this why it's so expensive for eggs over here? Is there like so. are you all of them at, at, at Prince Charles? That's the thing is the younger generation, I I think, looks at them more of like, why the fuck are we paying you? Like to do what? I like if you're, yeah, not going, if you're not going to be making laws and rules and like actually impacting change, like what are we paying you for? Because before with I think the older people is the queen was such like a constant stable figure that they really respected. And now that she's gone and it's like a free for all up in Buckingham Palace, you know, he's got mm-hmm. like a Peloton up there. Like, who knows what's taking <laughs> Buckingham Palace, but. Oh, no. Mr. Big Vibes. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That I just uh, feel. All right. Yeah. Triggered. But. May he rest. I just. Yeah. May he rest. But um, I just think it's changed. And I said this yeah. on the podcast, too. Uh, Nostradamus did say that this was the year that the monarchy would fall. So uh, I knew that, I was waiting. I was well. waiting for you to bring up Nostradamus. Like we're big conspiracy wait, 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 theorists. Wait, by the way, the this pod. Nostradamus, like I like, can we just get like, I feel like there should be a show just because it feels like they keep adding to his work every mm-hmm. year. Like, oh, he also said this. And I'm like, well, why didn't we talk about this like a year ago and plan yeah. for this thing he was going to say? Like, I feel like if he's like right he this many COVID. times. 
Yeah, like, why don't we then look into the remainder of what he hasn't gotten right yet to kind of prepare for whatever is going to happen? We just kind of just like let it go by the wayside. And supposedly he's right about everything. Yeah. Oh, my people gosh. laugh when you bring him up, Brian. <laughs> oh, he's got a bad name on the street. Very serious about like, this. You know, he's, now I'm like he's going kind of like Perez. This. He's like Perez Hilton. He's like oh Perez Hilton. Yeah. And it's like, um, you know, you don't want to. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> sorry, you guys. We will be back to this conversation in just one moment, but I wanted to take the time to talk about our sponsor this week. And this week we are sponsored once again by our friends over at BetterHelp. When do you guys feel like you're your best self? For me, it is uh, when I podcast, uh, it's when I work out, it's when I cross things off a list, and it's when, uh, when I talk to people about issues that I'm having. After each one of those things, I feel some sense of relief. I feel a little bit more like myself, and it actually makes me feel really good at the end of the day. And when you're at your best, you can do great things because kind of great things have this habit of just building. It's kind of this pebble that goes down a hill and it just builds up steam and picks up pace and just builds and builds and builds. But sometimes life gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. You're not building on anything. So working with a therapist, it can help you get closer to the best version of you. Because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything that life throws on you. Um, I will say uh, I've benefited from therapy in so many ways. It's uh, you guys know from listening, if you've listened for a minute, uh, where I have a lot of fear. I have a lot of fear in uh, the unknown. I have a lot of fear of putting one foot in front of the other. And I have to learn on a daily basis to get up and start doing things, to uh, to be able to move forward and to be able to get out of my head. Because sometimes the thoughts in my head, if they stay in there, it doesn't help. But if I can talk to somebody, if I can get that out, if I can have somebody hear what I'm thinking about or what I'm going through, and they're able to talk with me about that, there is no downside. Uh, sometimes it is the hardest thing to do though, right? It is the hardest thing to do to get out of your head or to make that one call or to sign up for something that could potentially help you because that is scary. That is unknown. But trust me, it really does work. Um, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. In fact, a lot of times you don't want to wait till you have to experience major trauma. You want to get your toolkit set now. You want to build that foundation now so when everything does go south, you have a way of working through things. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, and I really think everybody should, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient. It's flexible. It's a affordable, and it's entirely online. And I love the online part because that's a big excuse. I'm like, I don't want to go drive someplace and all that. But this is like, okay, well, you can do it online. Oh, damn. How do I get out of it now? <laughs> all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That benefit right there is very important because um, I've had other therapists even before BetterHelp where I didn't completely um, uh, jive with. It, it wasn't and, – and, and you don't need to be made feel – you don't need to be made to feel guilty about that at all because it's something that you just you're you're working on being a, a better version of yourself so 
I love that this is in there that you can switch therapists with no additional charge. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SoBad today to get 10% off your first month. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash SoBad. Um, I think this is so important. If you're looking to just make one small step, just go look this up. Just put in betterhelp.com slash so bad and just go from there. See what you see. Okay. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, so coronation back to that. It's three to four days of events. Uh, We'll see what the public is like. I was reading an article today too, is that a lot of the currency would change usually and you put the king on the currency, but a lot of people are pushing back about that as well because they're like, we don't want to give, we don't need currency change because you're a new king, but Prince Charles wants that because it's another kind of like, look at me, I'm finally the king, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. I just don't think people like change. No, (laughs) I hate change. Like, are you you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I thought you meant Rosa change Parks like money for bill. a second. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, <laughs> who's I mean, that were ways, you guys. <laughs> yeah, but so I just like... don't think people like that. And I mean, especially because it's him. And she was queen for such a long time. Yes. That people are so used to seeing her face that I think also having like a man's face on your dollar bills, you're just like, God damn it. No, thank you. No, 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 thank you. No. Yeah. Um, well, that's I went to Coachella once and there was a hologram Tupac that they brought out during Dr. Dre. Will there be a hologram queen at all? Just to like come. I mean, I think that would be an interesting vibe. There might be hologram ABBA. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, by the way, I want to see that concert tour. Guys, ABBA is like touring again, but it's all hologram and they recorded it, but then they like de-aged them and it's like a classic ABBA concert, but I'd be down to see hologram ABBA. And Camilla Mm -hmm. went, she took the grandkids. She's a huge ABBA fan. Mm -hmm. 
Um, well, so we talked about Prince Harry, but what about uh, the 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 hairless wonder? What what do we think of him in terms of he will be the king once his dad, if his dad ever passes away? Correct. Correct. I mean, listen, this is we get a lot of flack in our comments. I've done some digging around how like we are not very nice to Wills and Kate. And you know what? I'm just going to say it. Controversial opinion. They're kind of the worst. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think they're in a tough position. Wills is in a tough spot. You know, he's got his brother out here talking about his baldness, how he's pushing and shoving him. He's ice cold. He's a little bit of a brat. But then like Wills and King Charles also have a difficult dynamic. There's a little bit, again, of that ego that like, I want to be king, but now you're king. And like, I could lead better than you could lead. I am the heir. How long is this going to take sort of deal? Like they also have that dynamic is, I don't know what other word to use, but like, it's just like, Wills is in a tough spot, but also like, he's just very unlikable as a result of it. I think, I don't know. That's opinion. Sam, do you agree? I agree a hundred percent. Um, I think he is just the worst. <laughs> I they're just like I the love worst. that you love the dad. You love the dad. You're into the oh dad. God. You're kind of hot for the dad. Yeah. But you really are like tepid on both of the sons. It's not yeah, like you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're well wow. Because I think Prince Charles was misunderstood for a really long time because like he's a weirdo. He's a weird guy. He's awkward. You can fix he's him. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's why him and Camilla get along because she's weird too. Like they're just a but they're two little freaks <laughs> together. And that's I I like that. I gravitate towards weird people. And with William, I just find him to take I think he takes himself so serious. Yes. And I also just find him to be so stiff and like he's trying really hard. And I just don't get a sense of like who he is as a person. I don't understand it and then with everything that came out about you know in the documentary about him and Kate I'm just like wow they are exactly how I thought they were and then to see you know Kate now I don't know it just they just don't do it for me I was watching this this is like one of the sadder moments of my life I watched this whole TikTok video on the holiday cards like you know the two brothers the differences in the holiday cards you know like Mm -hmm. you know uh Prince uh Will, you know, Prince William, he, you know, had the whole family. It was a very, it was like the card that you get like a middle-class card, like the cards that I, you know, my parents would send out from Kansas when we lived there, mm-hmm. all of us holding hands on a street. And they were like, wow, he's really a man of the people. And yeah. uh, even the, you know, the holiday cards seemed like, you know, Prince uh, William is hyper aware of how people feel about him. And he's trying to bridge this gap. Of course, yes. even their goodwill tours where mm-hmm. they're trying to like dance awkwardly with Caribbean, you know, like it's yeah. really awkward to watch. It's extremely it's awkward. And like, I think to Sam's point, it's true. It's like, we don't really have a sense of what Wills's personality is. And there's a stiffness to it that it's like, anytime he tries to show any personality or pizzazz, it just comes across as like awkward because it's like, mm-hmm. You kind of act like a robot, sir. Yeah. And like, I, even with Charles, you know, he would get out there and dance and he would be, let those little weirdo tips spark, you know, but like Wills is just like, you're like almost not doing enough. Like whereas Harry is doing too much. Wills is like mm-hmm. not doing enough and it's starting to show they're like opposite ends of the spectrum and neither yeah. of them really work. <laughs> I wish 
I wish that, so this is kind of a call to all celebrities, including the Royal family. Listen up you guys. Yeah. If you're listening, I don't want you to be relatable. If you are in a position like (laughs) Prince William, I don't need you in denim jeans walking through Frogmore Cottage is like, you know, Buckingham (laughs) Palace's grounds. I don't need that. I want you to fully lean into the fact that you're going to be the king of fucking England and just be that. You don't have yeah, to be. I want like to look Valdemar like superheroes. Catalog. Exactly. I don't need you to like, you know, because it's like what celebrities do on red carpets. They're like, oh, I really wish I was at home with a pizza. It's like, shut up. You're nominated <laughs> for an Oscar. No, you don't. Yeah. And there's like, also free drinks in there. Like you can get free, good food, free drinks. Yeah. What are you talking about? You want to be it's, at home. Like, are you kidding it's so me? so annoying. So it's like, like Lex said, Harry is doing too much. And Will is just like not. He just like misses the mark, and like yes. he also just gives. Um, I'm gonna say it like racist energy, um, and just everything that we saw in the documentary. I think can confirm that that's kind of the vibe we're getting. Yeah. And so to know that he's also cheated on Kate, and that was the other thing I was gonna bring up story. is that guys. There's even, I mean, not even cheating allegations, like multiple cheating allegations. Mm-hmm. And this has been spread all over in their tabloids and all that stuff, if you really pay attention. So this guy isn't like all chivalrous and this amazing dude. He seems like he has his skeletons in the closet as well, which is kind of fitting for the royal family. I mean, mm-hmm. it's almost par for course. But at the same time, man, that's wild to think then about Kate's situation, even though she seems to be all for all for the, the monarchy. Uh, it mm-hmm. still seems, though, like an awkward, awkward relationship. Very. Yeah. To know that that happened and that story came out, and I remember it like it got buried so quickly because then they started talking about Megan and Harry and like what did she do? Did she touch her baby bum? Did she eat an avocado? Who knows? And um, so that it's just so transparent, like what they're doing, and I don't like it. Yeah. Um, and then I think lastly with Kate, like we've heard now more on a number of occasions that Kate was less than welcoming to Megan. And I think just mm-hmm. that sucks to hear as somebody who like, she went through a similar thing as weighty Katie and obviously didn't deal with like it being magnified with racism and everything. And it's like, just to know that she kind of was like, well, now I'm in the Royal family. So fuck off is like, you know, it like speaks to the, their character yeah. as a couple. You're like, you guys are well, kind of It's like dicks. Sam was saying earlier about people not liking change though. You know, like the, you know, Megan was a perfect, um, a perfect opportunity for the royal yes. family to grow, to actually reach out to mm-hmm. the people that they rule over. It would have been this really symbolic thing. And I'm not saying Megan is perfect because there seems to be a lot of things that she was a part of that, that didn't potentially help certain situations, but there was a lot done against her. And I can't imagine, you know, going from a show like Suits where you're mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, I'm like an up and coming actor to all of a sudden having to be this figurehead. And I'm sure that's really exotic and kind of like, you it's probably really intoxicating at first until you get the flip side of that, of everybody passionately hating you. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes less. So Um, I don't see how you're ever built for that. And that's why even these brothers, you know, they've been built for this and they're still messes. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like they need therapy for life and we all do, but like they really, I'm, I'm happy at least in the story and in the book of like hearing about Harry's experience with therapy and like, I would love for Wills and get some insight if Wills is in therapy too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, do you like think there's ever, 
is there ever a chance that the two brothers will, I mean, listen, I, I'm kind of more pro Harry than, but at the same time, that thing, his hair loss is astounding when I'm like, dude, you are barely hanging on to that orange mop. Are you kidding me? Like I can see through your hair. Like do you should not be saying anything's (laughs) astounding when you're barely hanging on to that hair yourself. I would never forgive him for that. That's too far. He, he literally was like, it was alarming. And you know what? I'm not alarming. I'm not astounding. I'm not, I'm not going to defend Harry on that completely because like, what was the point of putting that in the book really? But it's a hot mic moment. It really is. I just think like, because William was so hot back in the day, like he was Oh my God, those if just Google young Prince William and like you will be probably not gonna hit with like a, you'll be hit with a hottie. Okay. <laughs> just like the, like the literally the blueprint of like what you'd want like your prince to look like to sweep you up and like take you in his arms. He looked a like a, a movie prince. Like, yeah. And so no, I remember, I remember, now, yeah. To see him now, it is alarming. The glow down. He has glow I would love to hear from downs of all time. It's so but like sad. if we could save Matthew McConaughey's hairline, Jeremy Piven's hairline, there's so many celebrities we've been able to save their hairline and it. people have forgotten. People have forgotten, but this guy must have made a you know, a clear decision that he was too powerful, that he did not need to go that way. And I think it's something he's always going to regret. I mean, Ted Danson even has one of the best wigs in Hollywood. I love Ted Danson. And this guy had a real clear choice to make. And he Mm -hmm. thought he didn't need it. He thought he had enough charm and enough grace and enough power that he did not need his hair. But I think you do need your hair as a king. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Did Charles, I'm so curious if there's some plug situation happening there and like why Will's decided not to do that or why Harry is deciding not to do that unless he is, but it's like, it's so simple. They could just pop down to Tijuana, get this taken care of and like carry on. I mean, they literally could do it at Buckingham Palace if they wanted, like they could get someone to fly in. If you can't do that as a member of the royal family, just get rid (laughs) of the whole thing. Like then it's not worth it. What are we paying for? Make sure. Yeah. Where's the spray tape? By the way, have has the Royals been hit with an Ozempic craze yet? Have we gotten a lot of weight loss out of the Royals like we are in all of celebrity mm-hmm. pop culture, I feel right now? I don't think so. No. Like, I, mean, I mean, Kate Kate's and Megan are very but, thin. But Kate, I mean, Kate's very thin. Um, but I don't think it's Ozempic. Um, She's always been thin, thin and then for a long there time. There was like, it was very well known again, well known, but she like was smoking a lot during their wedding time, obviously she's not smoking, but like, or maybe she is, but she's like a runner. She was smoking, but like her and her sister have that body, you know? Oh my God. Remember when Pippa's butt broke the internet? Yes. Like, yeah. I remember Pippa was like the one, like Pippa was like, woo. I remember like Pippa? her being pushed. Pippa is wild. We and should really a do great a name. dive into it, Pippa. Yes. A great name. Wait, by the way, you, well, that's what I wanted to know as we start winding down, we got about 15 more minutes here. Uh, I hope this hasn't been too painful for you guys so far, but great. what yeah. in the terms of the show, will we be doing deep dives on people like Pippa? Will we be, because for me, like I have the crown, I'm trying to work my way through it. But like I said, old timey stuff scares me. So I've started with the earlier, the later seasons of the crown mm-hmm. where I'm like, okay, jeans were invented at this point. And then we're in the 90s. it's harder, but like, but then I'm like, okay, it's like watching, like I started watching Vanderpump rules at season three. And then I got to go back and watch season one. And it was like this great gift. Cause I was like, holy shit. That's why they hate Jack so much and that's why and <laughs> I don't think you're gonna you get know, the what same are you feeling 
you wait, yeah, with the you, crown. It says, <laughs> wait, nobody goes to Vegas and get somebody pregnant. Is that- it's yeah. You're definitely not going to get those same vibes. It's a lot um, more historical. Like you learn a lot more uh, about like historical events that have yes. taken place. Out. Uh, no, yeah, it's, it's enjoyable. Yeah, no, we love see, it. So for the show, how what is your plans then? Because you just started, you guys, like like early like December in that area. So you've yeah. got like you are still growing, mm-hmm. and people need. That's why I wanted to have you guys on because I really feel like people need to know about this. Where do you want to head? And do you guys have disagreements on where you want to head? Like mm-hmm. what fascinates you? Because this week's episode it was kind of a grab bag of a lot of different information, which included a story on Kim Kardashian, which we'll get to in a second. But what do you feel like for the future? Where do you want this to go? Oh my gosh, that's such. A, you're asking these hard. This is hard hitting yeah. journalism. I'm so, and as we always I didn't say, mean to, I'm we so are not the BBC. I did, I t- yeah, that's no, no, that's no. One it's of just, our it's, slogans. It's like what what fascinates you? Like what would no, you like to do in your dream world? I would love to do. Listen, my number one thing first to our point A. Like, there's been so much current events that it's been impossible to say we're going to do a deep dive. We did a deep Mm -hmm. dive on season five of the crown over the holidays. And that was wonderful. Um, but there's been so much current events that it's been difficult to slot in time to do a deep dive. We absolutely want to do that. My number one request, just throwing it out there, Sam is like, I want to do a deep dive on the Spanish monarchy because it's Sam's favorite. She Mm -hmm. loves them. And I am so fascinated. Like we think the British Royals are messy. This family is messy, outwardly messy. Like that's the thing too on our podcast is we get into all of the Royal families. We're talking Denmark, Greece, Spain. It really is like real housewives, different franchises, families like it, but I'm so ignorant to the fact that I'm like, wow, there's other Royal families like that's, but that's kind of fascinating is that through you guys, we can actually kind of touch on all these things. And you guys, we always say this for podcasters, like then you can take this little bits of information you learn from this and go brag to your friends and act like it's your information and start conversations that way. It's like the perfect (laughs) podcast for that. Um, I wanted to bring up Kim Kardashian real quick because you did talk about that she wanted auction. And I did a story on this a couple weeks ago. She wanted auction the cross that Princess Diana had worn. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wanted it at auction for like 200 something thousand. 200,000. Um, yeah. Around, yeah. Like 197. Um, and, and they press. They press release it, which I was like, you know what? Maybe keep that stuff on the DL because I feel like Kim is like really leaning into cosplay sometimes almost. What is your thought about, because Kim has a Royals obsession um, and she's always admitted that. She tried to get over there for the the Jubilee or she was over there. I don't think she got invited to the actual, uh, I don't think she got the VIP invite that she wanted to. What do you think about some like Kim? Cause she seems to have this like Ripley's leave it or not gallery in her own house yeah. now with the Marilyn Monroe dress and all that stuff. Is that stuff you find cool and aspirational or is that kind of cringy? I think it's, I think the way people talk like journalists that write about it, I think it's cringy because it's it, the necklace like wasn't princess Diana's technically this wasn't like Kim went into her closet and went through her things and took this necklace like this was a necklace that Diana just wore this actually belonged to a whole other family um it was not hers so I just think the way that it was like in the headlines like you know Kim Kardashian Diana necklace. Diana's necklace. Yeah. Of course, after the whole Marilyn. Yeah, but she bought it because of Princess Diana. She didn't buy it because of this other family. She was like, I love crosses, you know. But like it, I don't know. I just I don't think it's like that big of a deal. Yeah. 
I so mean, you would understand if know. you had $200,000 to burn, would you mm. guys be buying things like this? Yes, I would. Yes. Are you kidding? <laughs> but also here's the thing. I feel like Kim sees herself on a level, mm-hmm. you know, like the way that the Beckhams are friends with the Royal family. I think there's a part of Kim that wants to be a part of that aristocrat, um, like, you know, social circle yes, and a part of that scene. And these like little things, this old Hollywood, this Royal necklace or Royal mm-hmm. adjacent necklace, like are her stepping stones of feeling closer and more aligned to like that caliber of fame. Cause I think she has, you know, her, um, Liz Taylor obsession, mm-hmm. Marilyn Monroe, princess Diana. Like, I think she is aligned with those people because she sees herself or hopes to see herself be reflected as as much of an icon. Mm-hmm. I mean, she bought a Michael Jackson piece for North. I mean, she bought a, a thing for, which you know, is a choice. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, but I was kind of thinking in terms of like long-term, you know, you were talking about Camilla playing the long game of like, well, Kim, I love all of this collections, but like, I'm a nerd. I like buy Tom Girardi, like law auction <laughs> things. What about like, but I'm saying like, where's the stuff that like, a collector, somebody really famous 50 years from now, I'm going to buy this Kim Kardashian original that really blew me. Because Kim seems to, I always think like almost like I keep calling it cosplay instead of Mm -hmm. creating these new original, like what's a Kim Kardashian original instead of these things that, I mean, I love, she appreciates pop culture and I love, she appreciates the Royals. I just get curious in their family of like, does she have a long a long-term plan the here sex for tape? stuff like that. <laughs> the original sex tape? <laughs> yeah. Well, by the way, that is, I mean, I just I mean, watched the Pamela Anderson documentary. That's. But I think, so now you've really got my wheels turning. Okay. Because she has an entire warehouse dedicated to all of the clothes she's ever worn and it's categorized. It's yeah. And the like, pictures, the right. It's pictures like, it's awesome. and event dates. Like it's so specific. So I think that she wants someone then to do this with her. Yes. Like whoever yeah. the next, you know, she's like, I left coming. you all the, it's like when my parents yeah, fill like, out please. their will, they're like, we did everything for you. Yes. All you have to do is just go into this safe and grab it. You know? And can I tell you what I would wear? Like if I was the person to do like to follow in Kim Kardashian's footsteps and buy nostalgic pieces. Can I tell you what piece yes. I would buy from Kim? Please. Yeah. So I would totally get pregnant. And then I would wear the Met Gala dress that she yes, wore that the, was like a couch. The couch, the, the couch, yeah. yes. <laughs> I think it's so iconic. Oh, you guys brought up the Met Gala. The Carl Lagerfeld, right, is the, yes. is the theme? Yes. Okay, yeah. well, do we think Harry and Meghan are going to go to that? Okay, yeah. so here's the thing. No, but guys, listen. No, because here's the thing. What if what if Meghan it's comes the first in the couch Monday dress? of May. That's still a part of the oh. coronation. So well, that, is it May 1st or is it May 1st? Hang on, hang on, hang that's on. That's a that's a Sophie's choice right there. Yeah. No, May 1st. Megan May 1st totally is go. the first Monday of May. So actually they could go to the Met and have Archie's birthday and do the coronation all in the same week. Well, so but then back. that Sunday, there's going to be a new episode of Succession on at that point. So that's going to have to factor in Jeez. as well. And The Last um, of Us will probably still be on. Oh, God. Love that. <laughs> it's so much good TV right now. The last uh, five minutes here, just because mm-hmm. I have, you know, one of the historians of Bravo um, mm-hmm. and and Lex, you know, all this stuff as well. <laughs> We we're coming off the, uh, you do actually, we're coming off the finality of Salt Lake city this season. We have an announcement that Mary Mm -hmm. Cosby came back. Uh, what is your take on all of this stuff and your take for Salt Lake this season? I, I really, it's just been kind of, and also you've always been a Lisa Barlow fan. I came to the party this season. 
I truly we have welcome fell, you with open arms. With oh, I mean, I've fallen in love with her this season. You've always been a slutton, and I love uh, Sutton. With a I'm a candy girl. I'm a By the way, hound. came to candy this season too, and that's what that's I love about Bravo you. is you can switch. But what do you think uh, to sum up Salt Lake this season and these kind of what I think of stunt casting in terms of Mary Cosby? Because I don't really think it fixes anything. No. Or, or you have a different opinion of like this is amazing. No, I don't think it's amazing. I think. So for this season, I was really disappointed because I feel they were handed gold. These women were handed a perfect season on a silver fucking platter and they fumbled it. They've done it two seasons in a row, fumbled it. Thank you so much. (laughs) They fumbled the bag so hard. They literally could have made it some of the best television we've seen and they didn't do that. And I'm sorry, I've never liked Heather Gay. Um, I've seen oh, she, what she, she was this entire time. Man, the real time. Heather Gay. The real Heather Guys, Gay came out. When are people going to start listening to me? Like, honestly, I've been championing I mean, I Candy Gals since already. day one. I think we do already. Yeah. I just think that 30% of any fandom is going to completely be wrong all the time. Yeah. Like, there's just no way. I feel bad for them. Like, even talking me. about the Royals. <laughs> yeah. That's it's... what I say. I say on the pod, you can <laughs> disagree with whatever I have to say, but we yeah. all can agree that at the end, I'm right. Like, but I right. I support everybody's opinions. I Absolutely. Um, I <laughs> I don't think having Mary Cosby come back is gonna fix anything. I think it's just kind of a joke. At the like, I'm sorry. If anything, I don't it's think gonna she... fix Mary Cosby not being in jail. I have a feeling yeah, she's gonna say something like, stupid. They're gonna look into her finances she's... and go to jail. Oh boy. I she's think coming she's back funny. as a friend of, right? Yeah, but then yeah. also she didn't go to the reunion. So what precedent does that set? For the future. I think we're fully off precedence. Like Robin pulled yeah, that crap with Potomac true. this week. Oh no, my like, God, I think Ryan. we're fully off. We're fully off the range. Like it's just on mm-hmm. crazy town now. And it's really frustrating because you're starting to believe like, oh man, this is just selling soap. You're just selling commercials at this point. Two weeks from now, they're starting Salt Lake. Why not take a year off and really figure mm-hmm. out what actually works and what doesn't? I just don't understand that. Uh, it really frustrates me. Um, and also Sam and you, Lex as well, are huge fans of Sex in the City. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're really, I think, and just like that, we don't have a season two premiere date yet, but we're getting a lot of paparazzi photos. A, um, Aiden, we got smoking. Aiden, smo- Aiden. Aiden smoking a great deal now in photos. He's he, There was a photo today of them just at a diner in New York smoking. And I'm like, now it's, now it's too much. I Well, thank God it's not a vape. I was like, Aiden vapes now. I was scared <laughs> about that. Aiden would vape. Like, he would vape. Him. Okay, wait, before we get on this topic, I, this is. I was just thinking about this as you were both talking about Salt Lake. Which one of you tweeted that Below Deck Adventure got higher ratings last week than Salt Lake City? Okay. Below Deck Adventures, which is a first season show, kicked, I mean, kicked Salt Lake's ass. It's an incredible show. And that was a reunion. Well, all below deck, by the way, below deck, people don't realize what a ratings juggernaut that is without mm-hmm. any of the hassle that all these other like housewives yes. have to go through. The only true great housewife show out there right now is Miami. But uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys disagree, but it's no, truly no, a magical. It's agree. the best show on television. Yeah. It's worth getting Peacock for. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm just like, wow, this is so cool. Yeah. Um, but and just like that. um, where are we? I know Lex uh, is has a thing for Che Diaz. Are you? Do you need more Che? Do you? Do you need a little? I'm che craving. Me some are you che. excited? Are you craving you some Che? That's what I was. Um, oh I was, God! I was hoping. I'm just mm-hmm. so excited, and I I hate that in a lot of these press paparazzi photos where I need more Che even in those paparazzi photos. So Che is in New York. I had a friend spot Che in a coffee shop. 
Um, Che is Che is out and about in filming. So I'm really Wait, excited. Did your friend see the actor Che just having a coffee or the like actor in character was just che? having a coffee? Um, Sarah Ramirez was just having a coffee, but I <sighs> would like to think that somewhere a camera was nearby and Che will be making a comeback to us. If I Aiden is coming did- back. Well, they're hitting this cigarette smoking so much in these photos that I'm like, is Aiden going to die of lung cancer? Like, is there Why like, are they are, bringing they very heavy handed? Why after Sex and the City, the movie number two, when he's in Dubai and he's like a big creep, it's like, because the actor that plays Aiden really wanted to be back on the show and he like he campaigned for it. Yeah. John oh. Corbin. Would you ever want a burger? Uh, yeah. Reunion. I do. I need closure from Burger. Sam, Sam looks potentially in about a stroke. Are you all right? Can you smell burnt almonds? No, I'm sorry. I got dizzy. It was very stressful <laughs> to hear. Um, what if he comes up and he puts a post-it that says, I'm sorry, I can. <laughs> I can. And that's how Do we bring him back me. to the show. No, you, listen, would you, would you like I think that? that was one of the weirdest character arcs ever. He was so likable and he turned into a huge jackass. And I'm just like, I want redemption for that character. And I get that that's mm. like the way that it is, but I'm like, I I would rather a burger. I want Alexander Petrovsky. Oh, I would do. I mean, yeah, that, that little too. Russian just really does it for me. Well, that's well, my then. other thought. I was like, I think he will come back, but it'll be his funeral. Oh, my God. And Carrie will have to go. And then that's going to be to another Samantha funeral. Entrance. Samantha's <laughs> going to be. Yes, that's all her lovers will die throughout oh, the course of this God, new like iteration. Black Widow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I'm so excited about it. And I Me I mean, too. I know you guys love it as well, but it is just so different because you talk on a, uh, another show. You you've recapped Sex in the City shows before. Mm-hmm. And, Shortcomings. Uh, yes, it's just so different. I know everything's it's so different. Yeah. <laughs> You have to love it by itself and not, yeah. you know, it's like thinly it's, tethered, you know? It, it's the it's the most insane show. It really is, the things that happen. But when you go back and rewatch the original series, like, crazy shit happened on that show, too. People, like, romanticize it to be this, like, whole other thing. Like, no, and just like that is nuts because Sex in the City was nuts, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I Hot mean, take. but I, Sex in the City, I'll go back and I'll be like, it this was. is still really... This is still really great. I mean, some yeah. of it's weirdly cringy, but like some of it's like just fast, mm. like just amazing television still. Mm-hmm. And then just like that, you had to kind of like, you know, reconfigure your expectations and go, mm-hmm. okay, I kind of like it for these reasons, but it's not the same reasons I liked uh, Sex in the City for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, watching anyways. Steve try to finger Miranda in the kitchen. Oh, God. Really some of them. Miranda, cinema. I've got one ball and I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to finger you in a kitchen. I can I'm barely f- hear. I'm going to take my. They made Steve such a. Like, the, the fact yeah. that he already has one ball and then he has to, like, his hearing aids, they made him such a dork. Like, even a dork than he was. And I was like, this is. Like that why actor must go to set going, Steve? why are you doing this to me? And then, <laughs> and then to be like, oh, 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 with Che. You know, we have to have that mm-hmm. scene where Carrie's peeing herself in the bed and like she's just moaning like a seal. Sorry, this is Rambo. Rambo was going to Rambo. I just could not <laughs> handle that was my TSN turning point of uh, just like that, where I was like, this has gone too far. I cannot wait to start making those memes again. Anyways, <laughs> you guys, you need to go subscribe to the podcast Crown Jewels. When do you guys release every week? Thursdays. Thursdays. 
Thursday. So actually today, so this is going to come out next week. You can subscribe to the show. Make sure even before you listen to it, rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I always say it is the easiest, quickest thing without paying any sort of money that you can support a podcast and support a podcast that's in its early stages. And you need to support these things because to me, this is my version of the arts and support the arts. And you know, these women, you love these women, you know, Lex very well from this show, you know, Sam, just because, I mean, she's, she's probably Sam. a historian and she's hot <laughs> off the mat. And she's all the, I mean, there's so much stuff to love these women for, but I think their relationship is really magical as well. And I cannot wait to keep listening to see where this show goes. Is there anything else coming up that I need to be aware of? The audience should be aware of. No, I think you, Ryan, you're a pro. You got this, babe. You did such a great Uh, job. (laughs) Can I get a, uh, well, wait, Sam, did you pitch in for Jen Shaw's legal team? Did she ever reach out to you about that? She did not, unfortunately. Okay, good. Wait, you what? Have. I'm joking. On the reunion last oh, night, yeah. it came out. It came out that Jen Shaw had reached out to some of her castmates to loan money, you know. And I'm oh, like, how did that work? My she had, God, she had six million dollars yeah. already to give to the restitution, but she wouldn't take it out of that six million because I was like, if you think Such you're innocent, why don't you just? Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. Okay, you got. This was too much fun for me. I really appreciate you guys taking the time and taking so much time with the audience. And uh, you guys, the podcast Crown Jewels. Go subscribe, Betches Media. They're amazing too. And uh, I'll talk to you guys hopefully soon. Thanks, Ryan. Bye. 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 Betches.